Pasta Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Oh shit, Rasta Jeff in the house. Greetings from Podcastville. This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including TH Seeds, Swamp Boys Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee, and for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. All right, here we go. Welcome to the show, podcast world. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 705 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about some of the labels we see on seed packages. What does that S1 mean? What does RBX mean? What do all of those crazy letters mean on our packages? Before we get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to my friend Quasi. Let's send a big thank you. Shout out to Spherical Glassworks. I want to send a big fist bump and a thank you. Shout out to my friend Danny Potts. Let's send a thank you. Shout out to the new old guy. Let's send a fist bump and a thank you. Shout out to G7. Let's send a thank you. Shout out to Brohan78. Let's send a big fist bump to a longtime supporter and a good friend, my buddy The Canicrat. Let's send a thank you to Gramps Memo. I want to send a big fist bump to Girls Grow too. Let's send a fist bump and a thank you shout out to Blackhawks fan. Let's send a big grow from your heart podcast. Thank you to Groove2112. Let's send a big thank you shout out to my buddy Lefty and his wife. And then let's wrap it all up with a big grow from your heart podcast. Thank you shout out to Pack Northwest Dan. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart all of the information you need will be right there on the screen and you know i do include that link in the show notes and in the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends i want to start off by sending a big thank you to everybody who has helped get the show closer to 10,000 subscribers that's right all i asked for for christmas was 10,000 youtube subscribers we didn't quite reach the goal but we got very close i've been noticing a lot more subscribers I've been noticing a lot more interaction, a lot more likes, and a lot more comments. A lot more comments right away on the videos. When a new video comes out, you guys are watching it, you are commenting right away. Big thanks, I do appreciate that. Thank you for all the uh, support, the interaction, the words of encouragement, all of that stuff does mean a lot to me. I do appreciate it. So please do keep subscribing and keep leaving those comments on YouTube. Also, if you have more questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, of course, the email address is hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Send me those questions, those corrections, the comments, the concerns. I will get that into the show. Thank you once again for all of that interaction. I do appreciate it. All right, I don't want to ramble too much here at the start of the show. I feel like we could talk for a long time about this topic. So let's jump right into this email. This one came from Patreon. It came from our friend Luke, and it goes a lot like this. It says, hey, Rasta Jeff, I just finished the podcast the podcast about Backcross, 
Would you do another one on the same topic, just go a little further, like talking about an RBX1 and keep crossing it to itself, or better yet, crossing it back to its mom, or an RBX1S1 to a P1, or crossing that to an S3 to an S1? It looks like you just grabbed a bunch of seed packs and saw all those letters on there and just decided to throw a bunch of those in the email. I know what you're saying. I know what you're asking for. We can delve into this. It says, I love the show and all of the knowledge it brings us. You can say my name, say my name, say my name. Big shout out to my buddy Luke61. Thank you for the great question and for the continued Patreon support. This is a good question. We see this on a lot of seed packs. I am a seed maker, uh, seed seller. I try to label my seed packs quite clearly. Uh, I see a lot of other uh, seed makers and seed breeders and seed sellers uh, creating Uh, really confusing seed labels, and I see a lot of arbitrary things out there. So let's try to talk a little bit about some of those letters and labels that we see on our seed packages. Now, Luke did ask about some very specific lettering in here, but I do want to start with a little bit of a foundation. What can we learn without a foundation? So let's start from the beginning. Most of the time, we are going to see things like F1 or F2. If we see the letter F in there, that means filial generation. Most of the time, if you see an F, it is going to be a regular male-female non-feminized seed. That will not always be the case, but most of the time, a F1 and F2 will be a regular male-female seed. We will talk about S1s and R1s in a moment. Those are also F1s. We'll talk more about that in a minute, but I wanted to just throw that out there. An S1 is also an F1 but an F1 is not always an S1. That will that will make sense in just a minute, but I wanted to make sure to put that out there. So when we take two plants that are vastly different and we breed them together, we are now making an F1 hybrid. If those plants are too close together, uh, we haven't done our proper breeding, that is a polyhybrid. That is a whole nother podcast conversation that we could talk about in the future. Uh, I would love your feedback and input on talking about the difference in F1s and polyhybrids. That can be a fun conversation. So most of the time, if we see the letter F, that is indicating filial generation. And F1 means it is the first time that that has been crossed, that Golden Goat and Daybreaker have been crossed. We just made a rise F1. It is the first filial generation. Now, if I were to find a male and a female from that first batch of seeds, we take the Daybreaker and the Golden Goat. We breed them together. It makes seeds. That is an F1. If I grow out those seeds and find an awesome male and an awesome female and cross those together, we have now made F2. We are making filial generation number two. As long as we keep repeating that process, we are moving forward in what is called the filial generation. We take the plants that come out of F2, we grow those. We find a solid male and a solid female. We breed those together. We have now made the F3. Repeat that process all the way up to F6. And you will make totally, completely stable plants that look like clones of each other if you have done the selection process properly. So that is moving forward in filial generations, F1, F2. uh, That should make sense. Uh, Just keep going number-wise. As long as we're pulling from that batch of seeds and not adulterating and going backwards or bringing in new plants anywhere, you are moving forward with the filial generation. You take a male and a female, you make new seeds, that is F1. You take a male and a female from that batch, and now you breed them together, you make F2. You take a male and a female from that batch, you make F3. I think I've made that clear. Now let's talk about, where do we go from there? Let's jump into the back cross. I did talk about back cross in a previous episode. We will talk about that. 
the bat cross. If I were to take the golden goat and the daybreaker and breed them together, we have now made an F1. If I were to take the male plant, or we could do the female, but we're going to stick with the male for my, my topic here. If I were to find a male plant out of that F1 batch and pollinate the original golden goat girl again, that is a bat cross. If you use one of the plants that you used in the original, if you go backwards, if you cross back to one of the original parents, you are back crossing. The reason we would do that is to stabilize and isolate the traits of that original parent plant. That is the focus of the bat cross uh, podcast. So you can listen to that to learn all about bat crossing. So an F1 is when we make new stuff. Uh, F2, F3 is when we breed that further down the line uh, with itself, not back to another plant, but forward with itself. Bat cross would be going back to one of the original parents. No matter what generation you're using, you can always back cross. You can do uh, an F3 back to the uh, one of the original parents. You could do an F4 back to the parent. It would still be a back cross. You may label that uh, golden goat. Uh, how would you label it? Golden goat to uh, arise F4 back cross. That's how that would be. Because if you use the F4, you'd want to indicate that the F4 was used in there. A lot of people just want to know that information. A lot of this is just... Uh, a lot of it isn't important if you're just growing this and enjoying it. A lot of this is important if you're going to make seeds and sell or share them, or if you're just really trying to document history of cannabis. A lot of this won't be important to a smoker or a consumer. It wouldn't matter to you at all. But if you're kind of nerding out and creating things and wanting to know history and how to make labels and how to understand the labels better, this would help you out. All right. So we've done F1. I feel like we've covered Backcross now let's talk about R and S. R and S is when people get confused. I've talked about this before. The easiest way for me to explain this is reversal is when we are making feminized seeds, we will take a female plant and treat it with the solution. Now we have reversed that plant to become a pollen donor. We're not going to label, we're not going to label that plant as a male. We're going to label that plant as a pollen donor because it is not a male. It is also not a hermaphrodite. When you guys talk about uh, feminized seeds and feminized plants and reversing plants, stop saying hermaphrodite because it is not a hermaphrodite. If it were an intersex plant, I would not use it. I am using a solid female plant that is treated with a solution to create pollen. It is not a hermaphrodite. It is not intersex. That is my rant on that. Let me stay on focus. Uh, I would take a female plant and treat it with a solution. Now it will create pollen. That pollen is now feminized pollen. What I do with that pollen dictates if I am creating S or R generations. Now let's talk about that. An R generation would be a reversal. If I reverse that plant and put that pollen on any other cultivar other than itself, we have just made a reversal. That is an R1. Uh, let's talk about Lemon Jeffrey as an R1. Lemon Jeffrey is a reversed golden goat pollinated pollinated a lemon skunk. So we got a reverse golden goat, took the pollen, put that on lemon skunk. The offspring from that is the lemon Jeffrey. That is an R1. I used reversed pollen, put it on a different plant. We made an R1. That is, the, that is an S1. That is an S1 because it is the first creation, the first filial generation of this plant. But I would use R1 to indicate to my customers, my consumers, the people buying these seeds, the people looking at the website, that this is a feminized creation. That is why I would go with the R in that indication to show you it's been reversed pollen and it is the first time we have done that. It is an R1. Now, where does the S come in? 
You'll never forget this. It sounds crass, but I promise you'll never forget. The letter S in that indication stands for self, which means that plant basically fucked itself. If we were to take golden goat, reverse the golden goat, pollinate another clone of the golden goat, we are making golden goat S1. That is a golden goat selfed plant. There's nothing else in that golden goat to adulterate those golden goat genetics. I took a golden goat plant, I reversed it, put, a, put another golden goat plant up there, and it basically fucked itself. That sounds crass, but I promise you're going to remember that that is a selfed plant. That is when a plant is flipped, reversed, pollinated itself, and fucks itself, and makes seeds of itself. That is a feminized golden goat S1, also an F1. So basically, when we make feminized seeds, if it is a reversal, if the pollen from the donor plant is used on any other plants, that is an R1, that is a reversal. If that feminized pollen is put back on the same plant that it was reversed from, the same cultivar, it would be a different clone, but it's the same plant, basically. You see what I'm saying? That would be an S because it is selfing itself. You'll never forget that. It just selfed itself. It's either it's been reversed or selfed. So let's talk more about some of the details which you asked. Oh, uh, you said P1. You included the letters P1 in here. P1, P means parent. So P just stands for parent is what P is in that equation. Now let's talk a little bit more. You said, can you talk about taking it further? Like taking an RBX1, which is a reversed back cross one. Let's talk about what is a reversed back cross one. Let's uh, decipher this code. All right, so I'm going to pick a plant to give an example with this RBX1. I'm just going to pick blueberry cookies because I work with that a lot. Uh, it does make great reversals, great fem seeds, uh, great outcrosses. Let me try to explain a little bit about what this RBX1 is without having the actual seed package in front of me. I don't know uh, what they did there and I don't know where you got the idea. So I'm going to try to explain this uh, to the best of my knowledge. I have a good idea uh, who you're reading these uh, letters from. RBX1, the R indicates that that is a reversal. So this will be feminized. BX1 indicates that there was a plant that was selected and bred back to its parent for a desired trait. Without knowing a little bit more history of this, I don't know exactly which order it happened, but it sounds like we took a plant and reversed it and put that pollen back on one of its parents is possibly what happened here because you, it's a reversal, which is an R. So I would assume we've got the plant. We treated it with the solution. That plant made pollen. Then we put that pollen back onto one of its parents would be my assumption here. Again, without the, uh, without the seed pack, without more details, without more of the story, all I can do is make assumptions and try to decipher this code here. But RBX1 would be uh, if you took a plant and reversed it and put that pollen from that plant back onto one of its parents would be an easy way to explain that one. So let me try to think of how that would go. We would take a blueberry cookies plant and then we would uh, reverse that and we would pollinate another plant. It doesn't matter which plant that is. Uh, we'll say that we pollinated strawberry fields and we just made the Raphael. So now we've got blueberry cookies to strawberry fields makes Raphael. Now at this point, we've got to do a back cross. So I think we're going to take the Raphael plant, which is the blueberry cookies and the strawberry fields. We're going to treat that with a solution which will make that plant make pollen. Now we can take that pollen and put it back on either the blueberry cookies or the strawberry fields plant. Or we could do the opposite. We could reverse the blueberry cookies or the strawberry fields and put that to 
the Raphael, but I'm not sure which order they did it because I don't have uh, more details. But uh, that kind of gives me an idea of what happened. There was a reversal and something went back to a parent. Without more of the equation, I can't really do the math. Uh, there's algebra to be done here and I don't have the other letters. All right, so that is RBX1. All right, then you wrote S1 crossed to P1. So if we selected a keeper from that uh, batch of feminized seeds and put it back to one of the original parents is what it sounds like that would be. That would have to be feminized, right? Because we're making a reversal in S1. That's a feminized project back to one of the original parents. That would be a fem project. That uh, That's kind of almost, is that an S1? Back, that's kind of a back cross right there. You're doing a feminized back to one of its parents. Uh, that's a really good way to lock in certain traits. If you find a feminized seed with the trait that you're looking for, cross it back to one of his parents. That is a, or her parents. That is a really good way to lock in and isolate traits that you're looking for. That would work really well. Or crossing an S3 to an S1. Um, if you're doing an S3 to an S1 that is the same line, that is a back cross. If you're doing an S3 to an S1, like a self plant, let's just say that we got a golden goat. Uh, where are we? S3. S3 just sounds weird. I don't think anybody even does S3. Yeah, I'm not familiar with anybody that does an S3. I've seen S2s. I'm not sure that Colin's going to S3 or not. Uh, but so let's just say that we took a golden goat and selfed it and then golden that golden goat and selfed it and did it again and did it again to the third generation. And then if we just took a different plant that was an S1, like a lemon skunk S1 and cross those, you're just making another F1. That is just another polyhybrid. Uh, it would be an S1, an F1, or a polyhybrid. Probably uh, fit in all of those categories. But honestly, technically, most of these labels don't really matter unless you are the breeder, unless you really want to know the details about uh, how these plants were made, what came from these plants. If you're that passionate and that curious about the crosses and the history, I'm sure that a little bit of research on the website of the breeder that made those seeds will give you a lot of clues of what they've been doing. You can see the history of a lot of my crosses and where things have gone. Uh, just if you looked at like the current stuff, you could see what's been crossed to add up to what we've got going on now. So if you did a little bit of diving, a little bit of investigation, you could probably reverse engineer most of the crosses that you see on a lot of popular breeders' websites. I think I understand uh, where you're getting these ideas. Uh, my friend Colin at the Ethos Collective at Ethos Seeds likes to use the R's, the S's, the BX. Um, and honestly, these labels are kind of being uh, bastardized and readjusted and reinvented to suit the cannabis industry. We are not really using them the technical way uh, that they were meant to be done in agriculture and horticulture. I really don't even think that BX is the correct term. My friend F1 Pete, I could see a little vein in his head. His head tries to rupture every time we say BX. Uh, so uh, we may start adjusting and correcting that to BC because it is back cross. Again, I said BX. Uh, we use that because when we're listing crosses, uh, we put the X in there. And when you go to back cross it, you just use the X because it stands for cross and it's back cross. It makes sense, but I honestly don't think it is correct. The cannabis industry is kind of bastardized and uh, just created and altered this uh, labeling system to work for us. Um, one thing I can say, though, when we're listing genetics, this may be kind of a side ramp, but this is important. Always list ladies first or pollen donor first, because sometimes we're working with feminized reverse plants. I don't want to call that one a boy. That is a reversed lady. Uh, in 2021, we've got to use the proper pronouns. That is a reversal, not a dude, not a lady. That's a reversal. 
definitely not a hermaphrodite, not intersex. Uh, it's definitely not a hermy. Hermy's not even a word. Um, that, that word sounds so third grade to me. Hermy, just say herm or intersex. Intersex is the real word. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, my voice is cutting out really quickly here. I just felt it tell me, hey, bro, it's time to wrap up this show. I'm going to listen to my body and quit rambling. I want to thank you guys and gals for listening to another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, I would love to hear from you. Once again, the email address is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Also, support the show on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash growfromyourheart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. If I said all of that too quickly and you can't find it, everything you need is on the website at irigenetics.com. All right, that is all I've got for you for this episode. I want to thank you again for listening. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a giant shout out to my friend Bongstein Bear. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.